Calling all overwhelmed coaching and service-based entrepreneurs. Are you struggling with working in and on all the things when it comes to your business? Delegating projects to your team, struggling with apps, tools, and programs that are supposed to make you feel more productive? You are not alone. We have created this podcast for you. Tune in each week to hear how you can create structure within your business, learn when it's time to hire a team, and be the fly on the wall for the episodes when we talk with other entrepreneurs who were in this same situation, but worked through it with the help of a team. Welcome to the Business Managers Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Business Managers Podcast. Today, we are lucky to have our friend Christine McShane back. You may remember she was part of our launch day special episodes, and she is back again. So Christine McShane is a copywriter, brand photographer, and overall content marketing junkie. She helps businesses attract and pre-qualify their ideal client with genuine and consistent content and brand photos. Christine likes to work with small businesses that recognize that the road to revenue is built on relationships. They're looking to nurture, educate, and entertain their audience to grow their visibility. Welcome, Christine. Welcome back, I should say. Yeah, you guys, it's so fun to be back. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. Thank you. We're great. We're happy to have you. I am happy to be here. (laughs) It's so great to have you here. So my first question to you is, tell us a little bit about the journey of how you got to where you are today with your business. Yeah, so that's that's a good question. I, like a lot of entrepreneurs, actually started off in the corporate world, even though as a child growing up, I was surrounded by the arts. So both my parents were artists. One was a painter, the other was a writer. Um, they were both educators. So I was always surrounded by creation and sort of put that aside when I went into the corporate world, but I actually ended up using those skills in marketing in the corporate world. So you're like, you're even if it's for a big business, you're still creating marketing materials, you're putting together presentations, you're creating products. And um, when I left about you know, I would say 13 years ago, 10 years ago, I decided it was my, it was my time is something I had always wanted to do was to be an entrepreneur, start my own business. And, um, my husband and I made the decision, like, let's, let's give it a go. Like, here's your opportunity, give it a try. And yeah, I was having kids at the time. So started off really small, very, very part-time because I was, I wanted to spend time with my kids and that was important to us as our families. That's how we wanted to structure it. But when they went to school, it was like, all right, I knew I was ready to kick it up a notch. You know, I have to say that I I, I learned a lot. I, I spent a lot of time networking and collaborating with other people and learning from other people. In fact, I don't think I've ever stopped learning. I'm constantly reading books. I'm constantly reading articles and watching videos and um and, and working from, with other people. And I, I feel like it's so important to collaborate with people in your industry because you can always learn. And, and always support and always share this. You never stop learning. And, you know, and also invested in a, a good coaching program that I think um, is super critical for anyone who is trying to go it alone. You just need that GPS, that mm-hmm. guidance to like say, all right, you know what, let's avoid this detour and avoid this hazard. We're going to get there faster, right? If we take this direct route. So, so those are the things that, that got me to where I am today. And it's been... God, it's just been such a fun journey, I have to say. It's awesome. Do you have a favorite book that you you know want to share with our audience about 
about, you know, any way. So it's funny because I just pulled out, and you see it on my Instagram post, I pulled out, this is an oldie, but a goodie from a very famous copywriter, Robert Fly. And I found this on my bookshelf this past weekend. I was like, you know, it's time to give this one a reread. So I still go. Oh, I did see that on your Instagram. Yeah. So I still, you know, obviously I keep up with, you know, I keep up with social media trends. I keep up with marketing trends um, and I keep up with how to sell. And I don't mean that like in like a manipulative way, but like each generation is different and selling something to like my mom is a little bit different than selling something or working with someone in their twenties. So I keep up with all of that, but there's still some timeless classics. There's Mm -hmm. just classic, you know, how to, how to write well, how to communicate well, how to bring your service so that you can help other people. And that's some of that stuff is timeless. So so that's the book I would say is the copywriter's handbook. And I pulled it off my bookshelf, you know, not even on my Kindle. I've had this for probably 20 years. <laughs> wow. It's like time to give it. And it's still relative. It's still relevant. It yeah. sure is. I feel like books like that, I need to have in hard copy, like not just on the Kindle. It's easier yeah. to read them. I don't know why it's easier to read them on hard copy for business. Personal goes on the Kindle. Business right. goes on hardcover or softcover, you know? Yeah. yeah, maybe. So it's interesting you say that, Melissa, because you're, you kind of like flip through. It's like a reference, right? So yes. not every business book you read is like you read it from start to finish, but like it's a novel. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of it. But um, I think so. yeah, yeah, I think constantly refreshing is is key. Yeah, absolutely. That keeps you sharp, too. So that's good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it does. For sure. So you you do a little you, not that you do a little of everything because you don't do a little of everything you are a brand photographer and a content creator or copywriter so did your and when I met you you were doing more of the photography so did did the pandemic did you find that the pandemic forced you to pivot a little bit or how did you sort of intertwine the two or do you feel like they you it's it's because they go hand in hand so that's that's a great question so they do go hand in hand so when I first started my business, I was strictly photography. And as the years went by, I was like, geez, you know, I really, I like, I love to write and I've got to find a way to have an outlet for it. I like, I have to find a way to do this. And I was like, well, maybe I'll have two businesses. One that's going to be copywriting and the one's going to be photography. Cause a lot of people have two different businesses. Mm-hmm. And the more I sort of thought it through, I was like that, no, they are, they are so hand in hand. They are so complimentary. Both of them are all about creating a compelling message through skillfully using words or images to convey that message. That's what art is. Like we, Mm -hmm. you know, we resonate with certain pieces of art. It's like people have put together colors and shapes in a way that you're like, oh, that's awesome. Or like a movie, if you watch, you're like, I love that movie. Well, someone has skillfully put together those images and that that dialogue in a way that gets you in your heart and makes you want to watch it over and over again. Or your favorite book, right? You may have had a book and you're like, oh my God, I love that book. And you tell everybody about it and you're recommending it. That's all creating, it's all boils down to the same thing, is creating a message that is compelling and emotionally grabs your reader or your viewer in a way that they can't even like probably put their finger on. And it's just different. It's words or pixels in my case, because it's all digital. It's just doing the same thing. So anyway, so then I, then I integrated um, content writing into my business and it's worked out really well because I have a lot of clients that I do both for. 
So like I might write their blogs and give them like quarterly photo shoots or an annual photo shoot so that they can have images to go with that. So I have a lot of people I do both for. But to get to your question, when the pandemic hit, everybody's business was, most everybody's business was affected. Yep. And um, I really had to shut down the photography side of things. First, we didn't even know like what, what it was, how long, you know, how it was transmitted. There was just so many questions. It was just like, I shut it all down. And I had some photo shoots scheduled in spring. We just agreed, just cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, as things, we sort of realized like it was okay to be outside. Like, so I would do a few outdoor photo shoots where obviously with my lenses, I could be far enough away and we're outside and, um, you know, so, but I did have to scale those back quite a bit and, and, and turn down a lot of jobs that I just felt like were outside of my comfort zone. So that was unfortunate, but what else are you going to do? Um, but I was surprised that, the writing, I don't know why I was surprised actually, but the writing completely took up all the space that the photography was using. Like people, everybody was pivoting and changing their marketing and they knew they had to, to survive. Mm -hmm. We didn't know how long these restrictions were going to last. We didn't know when the pandemic was going to end. And I don't think any business can just be like, well, we're just going to like chill out and shut down for 18 months and like come out the other end. Most people can't do that. And so I got a lot of requests from people who realized like maybe they were blowing off their marketing. Maybe they weren't paying attention to SEO. Maybe they weren't paying attention to email lists or using blogs to grow, to reach a new audience that they didn't have previously or social media. And so people were reaching out to me like, holy moly, I have got to focus on this. And I've got to focus on it hard and I can't ignore it anymore, or I need to give it more attention. It was kind of like, you know, I was sort of neglecting it and doing it haphazardly, but in order for my business to survive, like I need to focus on this. So, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like all eyes were on the content now because they couldn't look anywhere else. Right. Completely, completely. And I found like, you know, I, 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 I network with a lot of business owners and I have a lot of friends that are business owners. And I felt like in that small business community, you know, some people's completely sort of shut down. And then there were others who sort of learned really early on, like, I can't go radio silent. I, that, that's the worst thing I can do. Like the, the best thing I can do is to keep on keeping on and, you know, engage with people in a way that's realistic. Like you don't want to, write blogs and social media posts, like everything's rosy and it's okay to acknowledge the pandemic, but you still have to engage with people because you have to stay top of mind, mm-hmm. not sight out of mind. So. Exactly. So that's sort of how it, it I, I felt it reflected in my business. So it's a little bit surprising. Now I look back, I'm, I'm not surprised, but right. <laughs> uh, I was like, wow, everybody started coming out of the woodwork and um, I'm glad they did because they invested in their business and they're thriving. In fact, I had one client who right from the beginning, she was like, I might need to pause my work with you. I don't even know if I'm going to survive this. I, when I met with her in December, because she had resumed back with me, she said, I'm having the best year I have ever had. Oh, that's awesome. In and it's surprising. Huh? Yeah. So, but she pivoted and she figured mm-hmm. out how to make it work online. She hustled. She invested. And she's like, I can't believe I'm saying this to you, but I've, I've made the most money I've ever made in this business. 
So that's awesome to hear. Yeah, it is awesome to hear. I think that I, as much as people are tired of the word pivot, I think it probably was the word of 2020. You know, Mm -hmm. you had to, you had to pivot to, in order to get through. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you were able to pivot your business and, and able to make the most of a trying year for everybody. Right. And I know that some people couldn't, like if you, right. you know, like if you're a dentist, like right. you, there is no virtual dentistry, you know, but, right. um, so can't do, but fill but your they, own cavities, fill your own DIY dentistry. <laughs> yes. Do this great online course for how to fix your own teeth. <laughs> Root canals at home. <laughs> right. Do it Imagine. But even they pivoted, like they had to yeah. bring in, like in my dentist, they have like air purifiers and they changed the, like their, the way they did things. So they did their own pivot. Everybody pivoted. Yeah. So. yeah. And I know everybody's like sick and tired of that word. And I, I agree. And I've thought to myself about well, what word would be better to use, like adapt or whatever. And I have to say, I keep coming back like pivot. Honestly, it is pivot. it's what yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> there are a few words that I will be glad to never hear again. I guess now is not the time to talk about them, but um, pivot is one of them. Yeah. Pivot. Let's say goodbye to the pivot. We're, yeah. we're good. You can make it okay. French. Pivot. Yeah, pivot. Oh, pivot. So, <laughs> so if somebody wants to use content marketing to attract their ideal client, what do you suggest? That is such a good question. And um, of course, this is what I do. Like I'm, I am a content marketing junkie, but... My two suggestions are the first thing is decide how often and where you want to post or to engage with people. And you have to do that by looking at who do you ultimately want to reach. It's funny because I have some people who in my circle who are like, I'm getting all these likes and engagements. They're getting likes and engagements from people in their own field. Like Mm -hmm. I was talking to this real estate agent. She's like, I keep posting Instagram and the only people who are liking my posts are other real estate agents. (laughs) She's like, that's not like, that's (laughs) right. Right. From like a vanity metric, that's great. But those real estate agents aren't hiring her. They're competing. Right. So, you know, think about who you actually are trying to attract And then this is the big thing. And I really feel strong about this. Like speak directly to them. Like don't fall into the trap of you've got to please everybody Mm -hmm. with your content marketing. You don't. You just want to talk to the people who you want to do business with. And if you're having trouble coming up with that person or that, that customer or client, I think to myself, if I could promise you, I could fill your calendar So for the next five years, one particular type of client and one particular service, but you had to only pick one, what would you pick? Like I could Mm. just fill it. Like I promise you would never have to market again. I could just give you referrals to the cows come home. What would you pick? Yeah. Then whatever you settle on, that's probably your ideal client. Like Mm. that is probably who you should be speaking to. And of course we have multiple ideal, you know, client profiles. We have multiple services, but just speak to them. And so you can start attracting them. And it also becomes easier because you cut down the noise. You're not trying to appeal to everybody, right? You can't be everything to everybody. And then the second thing is like, where, so where do those people live? Where do they hang out? What, are they on Facebook or not? Are, are they 17? Well, they're probably on TikTok. If they're, you know, in their forties, they're probably on Facebook and are they in groups? What are they doing? Um, but then the second piece is, 
figure out what you can do consistently. Like mm-hmm. be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, oh, I'm gonna, it's like the gym. You can't be like, oh, I'm gonna go to the gym every day. Never exercise, but I'm gonna go every day. Because you know you're gonna peter out. Yep. Yep. Right? Well, yeah. I can it's true. That. Like people, you know, we've run across this where it's like, all right, I'm gonna start doing Facebook lives. I'm gonna do Facebook lives uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at one o'clock. And I'm going to, you know, pick a theme, blah, blah, blah. That's great. But only if you can sustain that, like right. don't, cause then you're not going to be happy. So say you'll do a, you know, if you want to do Facebook lives, start with once a month and don't pick a time or day, you know, or pick a time and day, but don't, you know, I don't know. Don't make it hard for yourself. And right. Like cause you then said, it you know, feel like a failure. A if you don't, you know, yeah. hey, nobody you- likes to feel like a failure. No. Know? And Boy, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, like don't make it hard on yourself. Like it is gonna, it is gonna take some time. And yeah. so, yeah, you can go on the internet and probably download. Like I've seen these bundles, like 30 days worth of content. You know, you can get it for. And then there's nothing wrong with that, but it's it's not you talking to another person. Right. It's you downloaded some content and you're reposting in your scheduler. Right. Let's be honest, there's a difference. But I have it's not seen, your voice. It's not your voice, and it's not authentic. And so Kelly, I mean, I've seen businesses do this, like they post all the time and then they'll go silent. Yep. And I notice, and then I think, I wonder what is happening. Have they gone out of business? Are they doing different things? Are they no longer offering what they said they were offering? Like you, you, if you put a bunch out there and then you stop, you've created all these questions in people's minds and you know the phrase, and I, I, I can't remember who said it, but like, if you confuse, you lose. And mm-hmm. if your potential clients are confused about what you offer or confused if you're still in business, 99% of the time, they're not going to call you to clarify. Right. They're I've been gonna, wondering. Yeah, they're not calling right. you. Hey, Kelly, I was wondering, you haven't po- you used to do these Facebook Lives and then you haven't. So like, what's up? They're not going to call you and say that. No, they're going to move on. Some people might. Some people might. Some like people me, might. I would call. Like, are you... but. Are you alive? Something I really cared about. Right. Exactly. Well, yes, I agree with you, Melissa. Right. Like, so some people may do that, but in general, most people are going to scroll on and be like, huh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's happening there, but like, yeah, maybe they're closed. Maybe they're, I don't know, doing something else. They pivoted (laughs) elsewhere. Oh, pivot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I I guess I shouldn't have even said that, but like, if it's only if it's somebody I really cared about, would I do it? But 99% 99% of the businesses, nobody cares. Right? right. Unless they really care. Right. Unless you have a, unless they have like a friendship with you. Yes. So yes, if there was, a, if I had a friendship with someone, I'm like, hey, you know, you used to do these lives, what's going on? I might do that. Yeah. But if it's just a business that I follow and I follow a lot. I'd be like, huh, okay, maybe they're done doing, they're doing different things now. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. Yeah. So that's content. So how about, What's the importance of professional photos on your website and all throughout your marketing, like versus me taking a selfie and being like, here I am and putting it up on my website. Like, why do you feel it's important to have professional photos done? So, yeah, that's, that's a good question too. So first of all, there is a place for selfies. There is a place for candid photos. In fact, I encourage them in your social media feed or uh, in those kinds of things, because those are a very casual, they have, there's this sort of like casual conversational feel to it. LinkedIn, maybe less so, but like for Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook, 
it's, it's kind of, there's this sort of like, there's a sort of um, conversational feel to it. Like with the rise of like TikTok, where we have this like, almost like this voyeur, like we like behind the scenes. Like we like yeah. to see the real, like you ever, you ever see those magazines where it's like, these are the stars without makeup. And you're like, well, yeah, yeah. let me see. I want to see this beautiful woman look terrible. Like just like, <laughs> <she makes>. yeah. <laughs> so we kind of like that, like secrets and real things and what's behind the scenes. So we like that. Stars, so like, they're just like us. Right. It's it, true. <laughs> right. If it's in line with your brand, if you are very glam or luxe right. brand, probably not. If it is consistent with your brand, then I think those can be wonderful sprinkled throughout certain platforms. Pinterest, yep. I would say no. Pinterest, the photography on Pinterest is absolutely beautiful usually. And so if you're going to be using Pinterest, especially if you're going to start using Pinterest for SEO, professional photos, 100% all the mm. way, it's got to look good. And your website, hands down, has to be professional photography. And there is a place for stock photography. And there may be spots where that would be good to use. It's just funny. I had met with someone. I had this friend. And he was telling me, he's like, you know, I went to this seminar last week. And I'm sitting there learning, getting some training. And uh, I look up at the presenter. And I'm looking at the screen at their presentation. And I'm thinking, where do I know that photo from? They had a photo on their presentation. He's like, I feel like I've seen that photo somewhere. He realized that was the same photo that he used on his homepage. On his Get website. out of here. No, same exact stock photo that was on his homepage was on this presenter's presentation that was given to all of his, you know, to these industry people. So, you know, using stock photos in, is better than using a cell phone photo, but... Mm -hmm you're going to be doubling up with other people, right? It's just like, we can spot a, a stock photo a mile away. When it comes to your photo, it should be a professional photo. You should be on your website. You should be professional photo and crisp and clear and purposefully, you know, purposeful composition so that it works with the graphics. The cell phone photos are just, they're just not the same. And I don't care what the advertisement's saying. I know that the, the cameras inside the, you know, the iPhone or the Androids are very, very good, but having professional photos more than just the lens, it's the person has set up the right lighting and they've set up the right angle and they've composed it. It's just, it's just more than the lens. Mm -hmm. We are all I'm our photos on, yeah, on our website <laughs> are done by Christine McShane Creative. <laughs> We had and that was awesome. Session. We that did, and a, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And a, a little, little backstory. Yes, a little backstory. Those photos weren't even taken to be paired, like a right. a co-founder branding. It's just mm -hmm. divine intervention that it actually worked out. Yeah, and the that colors match with our logo, so it, it was weird. Mm -hmm. It was all weird. Yeah, it, it just worked out. You guys were right. The same colors. It was the same day. It was the same session. Just. I love, I, I love that story because it was so serendipitous. Like we had no idea that that's, but I guess it was always happening. And that was, yeah. and another little funny story is like, even when I got a picture taken with my computer, Kelly's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, I just want one. Right. <laughs> like, like cause cause the work you were doing. Yeah. It yeah wasn't even, I was doing be in front energy of healing work. Like I don't need a computer to do energy healing, but I wanted one. Like, Our photographer because. knew she knew she's like, you know what? I see something down the line. You need to see in front skills. of the skills. <laughs> yeah, you're that right. Machine. Skills. <laughs> well, it's you know your photographer should think about you know what 
elements in the photo, right? You're going to want what, and we also think about what not to put in the photo. So like Mm -hmm. what you don't know is what we've moved out of the way. You don't know what we've changed our angle. So that is not included in the photo. Like Mm -hmm. you won't see that because you won't, you don't know what you don't know, but like, that's, that's part of what you pay for is for them to think about all those things. So you don't have to, right. So you just like, you get, you pick your outfit and you come and you can like bring your props and whatever, but there that's, you're going to get a better quality in general. If you have mm-hmm. someone who's thinking about the big picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So make the investment like, yeah, it, it may seem daunting and it may seem like, you know, scary, but make the, make the investment, get it done. And, and you recommend, if I'm not mistaken, like go back in a different season. Like don't like, if you're getting photos taken in winter clothes, you don't want to continue to use those throughout the summer. So think about that, right. When you're getting your photos done, think about what you're wearing, how it's going to look throughout the year and then refresh them right after seasons. 100%. So you can, so each of my sessions, I try to say like, bring something short sleeve, bring something like put a jacket over it. So you can kind of like within five minutes, you can go from a winter look to a summer look or a fall look, like, you know, wear a t-shirt and then like in the next one, we're going to wrap you in a scarf and a, and a coat and Mm -hmm. and put a, like, I give you a Starbucks cup and like, you know, I mean, you can (laughs) within five minutes, it's like theater. You can do these like costume changes Nobody needs to know that you took the, all of these same pictures on the same day. Yeah. Right. Um, but I do recommend refresh and here's why it's funny because, so I finally broke down and got my pictures taken perfect. Like I tried to take myself, I would set up the timer and you just, you can't do it. You have to compose behind the camera. You need mm-hmm. someone who's doing that. So I, you know, um, I got them done and I'm thrilled with them. And I got those done in September and it's March already. I'm like, yep, need some new ones. I need to right. like get her back and do this because you don't want us to use the same pictures over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be sprinkled into your social media feed. Like you don't want it to be all selfies and all because we're professionals too. So having those really crisp photos, especially if you're going to use Canva for templates or something similar to Canva, like to put like a selfie or like a regular cell phone picture is just feels weird. It's like, it's too casual. And then going into a polished Canva template just feels awkward, but, um, you should really do every six months, which I know Mm. probably feels like a lot, but like once you've got there from your business, like you'll see the value. Yeah. Well, I also found like people don't recognize me in my pictures because I wear my hair up all the time. So newsflash next time I get them done I'm gonna have to have some sort of fancy updo because this is super fancy what we look at every day you know it is what it is that's how I I wear my hair up every day not the glamorous photo shoot look that I was going for you know so um I have to just be authentic in my next round you know yeah I agree with you it has to be authentic and that and like when you pick your outfits like I've had people you know, like they want, they think they've got to dress up. And I kind of try to say like, dress how you would meet with a client. Yeah. Like, uh, because you don't want to be, they don't want to be surprised. Right. You know, (laughs) well, I'll tell you, I, I met some with somebody, it's an older person and they, 
gave me their business card. And I'm not kidding. Like I looked at this photo. I was like, oh my goodness, this is probably from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and this person was probably in their sixties. And I, you know, like, look, nobody likes getting older. I, myself included. Like you look at like, right. oh, like this isn't fun, but you, you can't put photos out there and have people be like surprised. Like, oh, <laughs> that's you. No, it's not online dating. Is right, like yeah, <laughs> like you're not true. Yeah, you're not trying to seduce anybody. You're right. just like you want to be like what Kelly said, right? Like be authentic. Or you, Melissa, you said it too. Just yeah. like it's just this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And if you like this, if you like what you see, come. It's an invitation. If you like what you see and you like what I'm putting out there, let's talk. Let's do business. Let's connect. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Nana. <laughs> Just embrace your Nanahood. Yeah, right? I mean, it is what it is. Like, you can't help it. You can't. If you stop the process, you don't exist anymore. So, yes. I mean, short of plastic surgery, which we are not advocating here. No. Well, I mean, but, we don't. I don't judge. Right, I suppose. Yeah. You do you. I, I mean, I'm not not advocating it, but yep. I mean, we're not saying you have to. Just yep. have a current photo on your business card. Yep. Or your yep. website. If you, if your fo- let, let me tell you for anybody listening, if your photos are less than, if your photos are le- older than five years old, you have got to do something like just, you've got to replace your, your profile picture with something that's within five years. Yeah. But even so, like mine, the picture that I had been using this headshot was, had been, was four years, three, it was at three years old. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> which was sad in one respect. I was like, Ooh, I've really changed it for years. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, that was like shocking. I was like, oh, I didn't really want to notice that. But um, but you do. You do change and, and people wanna like they just want to see who you are. Yep. You know, that's awesome. Yep. So it's true. I I will say that my work ID, my corporate ID, I looked better in the current days than I did when I first got it done. And that was like 20 years. And I was like, wow, I, I look better now than I did 20 years yeah. ago. There is something like like you relish that. Like it's like yeah. it's cool to be like, hey, I actually look better than that that photo from Yes. Well, if you're a child from the 80s, if you grew up in the 80s, like there's like, I mean, that was such a bad, bad decade for it really was. Yeah. Got all that feathered hair and stuff. Ooh. Oh God. So Let's bring short, it back. Let's bring I, I had it like back. Short in the front, long in the back. Oh. Yeah. Feathered. The feather, the bigger, the better. I mean, it was yep. just, at least where I was, it was like out yeah. there and we yeah. had all these layers of clothes going on and, oh, it's yeah. just yeah. the good old I mean, days. The good old days. I, I I enjoyed those times, but I I will not be re-wearing them now. No, I'm like, I'm pretty glad that most of that stuff has not really made it back. So yeah, I know. <laughs> stay there. Yet. Yet. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> So on that note, do you have any tips for our listeners or ideas for blog posts or social media posts that you'd like to share? Sure. Yes. So um, I get that question a lot too, because, well, so first of all, I do write blog posts for people. Like I I have a done for you service. And so sometimes I'll meet with my, my clients and and I'm like, all right, well, so let's talk about what you're going to, what the next couple blog posts are they going to be? And sometimes they're prepared and they're like, yep, I know I've got this coming up and I want to talk about this. And then sometimes they're like, I don't, I don't know, like I'm like drawing a blank. Can you help me? And so I'm used to sort of asking some questions and leading them through that. And 
I actually, because I get that question so much, I do have a resource on my website. If for anyone who goes to, and I'm sure you put this in the show notes, but on my Definitely. website, christinemcshane.com under content creation, and it's called the five free um, content ideas. And essentially these aren't like very specific things, but these are just like download this cheat sheet. And these are questions that you can kind of pull from to say, all right, here's what I'm going to do. And they're designed honestly to speak to your client. It's not just like look up and see if today's national coffee day and then post a picture of yourself with a coffee. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And that can be fine. I've probably, I've probably done those, but uh, I know I do those. I just posted a picture of myself with coffee the other day. So there you go. But, um, but that one was because I was actually just feeling so darn happy that it was so beautiful. Like oh, it was, it was oh so God, beautiful. Yeah. And I had my iced coffee for the first time and made the switch over from hot coffee to iced coffee. And I was, I was feeling happy about it. So I posted, but it's not doing anything necessarily to educate or entertain, maybe entertain, but it wasn't doing anything to ed- educate. Mm-hmm. my ideal client. And that's okay. And you don't, not every post has to be this like heavy thing, but putting out content, here's a, here's a mistake. I think most people make we're like, because we have so much information in our heads, like we're experts in our heads and we assume everybody knows what we know. We don't. Right. So they don't, they, they, they don't like, mm. I don't know. So those are just ideas to pull out to be like, okay, what can I teach people? Dumb it down basically. Yeah, and then, yeah, dumb it down, but like explain it. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't, I, you know, what, what questions today you could sit down, like, what question were you asked this week? Can you think of one question that a client asked you this week? One conversation that you had? I mean, I'm sure you had four questions this morning. Right. So pick one of them and write a post about, like, yeah. Because if someone's asked you this, that means there's a need for that data, there's a need yeah. for that information. So that's true. That's good. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I need stuff in the words of Kelly Murphy dumbed down. I mean, Kelly would tell you that on a daily basis. I need that done, no. like broken down into tiny little pieces. Yeah, that's you know? a skill, too. I think dumbing mm-hmm. it down and explaining something is. Is hard. Mm-hmm. It is. Explaining something can be difficult. So really. So my son is really into Rubik's Cubes right now. And so mm, that's so 80s. It's so 80s, but he's got like all of them. He's got the pyramid. He's got a four by four. He's got a 12 by 12, a two by two. He's got all of them. And, um, you know, so I sat down with him and I was like, can you teach me how to do this? So I can, I can do the first row and I can do the second row. We're working on the top. So he will, he'll just be like, mom, all you do is up, right, down, right, back, forth. And, and he just does it. I'm like, okay, hon, but can you like explain to me which piece you were moving with that move? And he's just like, he looked at me, he's like, that's hard, mom. Like, I can't explain yeah. to you. I can show you, but I can't explain to you. So it, I I thought about that. I was like, well, he's right. Like, just explaining our ex- area of expertise is much harder. Absolutely. Someone explained the Rubik's Cube, cube to me once, and it was, take all the stickers off. <laughs> put them the way you want them to go. And then, yeah. boom, it's done. Super easy, but then the stickers are messed up. I know they never oh, quite stayed ugh. back on. Kelly, I love the. Rubik's we took ours apart and then stuck. Oh, them we back. did. We did pop them out. Oh, you're right. And then it would get so. Oh, now I'm thinking back. Like it was always so like easy to move after that. Yeah, I just oh, now I want a Rubik's I just cube. Threw it across the room. I was right. like done, <laughs> done. Yep. Right. Exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. 
So yeah, if you can explain some stuff that, gosh, I mean, for, you know, just explain like bite-sized chunks to people, mm-hmm. yeah. little, little tidbits. I'm always surprised you guys. I, I get people all the time who are like, cause I do my tip Tuesday on my social media. And then I also have a private email list that I send out, um, tips that I don't post anywhere else usually. And like out of the woodwork, people will be like, these are great. I've used like a couple of these. So thank yeah. you. People are always listening too. like, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you sometimes you feel like you're talking to the wind, but then you right. you know people give you feedback and it's like, oh, okay. So this does work. Oh. You are consuming what I'm putting out there. Yeah. Right. So right. How do people get on this yeah. tip Tuesday list, Christine. Yeah, yeah. It's just follow me on social media and get on my tip Tuesday. But right. you know, sometimes I put it out there and like I'll get like a bunch of likes and but no comments. So like I don't know what's you know always resonating. And then I'll talk to the per I'll see them or I'll email them and we'll be talking about something else. And they'll say, oh, my God, I love that one. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So That's you never awesome. know who's listening, Kelly. You're right. absolutely right. It's very true. Because I, I see this all the time. And I, I and as a virtual assistant slash OBM, I'm not sure this is good. But I'm a lurker on social media. I scroll, scroll, scroll. I like, like, like. I love, love. I actually love, love, love everything, right? Yeah. But I take it all in and I don't really comment on much. Yeah. But I'm always reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Melissa, you, know. you right there are the biggest commercial for content marketing, because, <laughs> right? Because we look at these metrics and we're like, oh, is it working? Is it not? And and you have no idea because yep. most people, I, I would argue, most people are like you, Melissa, like we consume, but we don't say anything. React. Yeah. I mean, did you ever post a picture on social media? Like you go on vacation, you, you're like, you're at the beach and you take a picture and someone who never liked it or commented on the next time they see, be like, oh, how was Cancun? Right. So like, right. They were paying attention, mm-hmm. yep. but they didn't like it or comment on it, but they, but it registered in their brain and they remembered mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, putting out content marketing, I think is, that's just like, it's key because people yep, are watching, absolutely. people are listening and you may not always have the metrics to prove, to show you, but don't stop. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Somebody's always right. watching. <laughs> Sorry, Somebody's always watching. <laughs> That's true. I mean, well, listen, I, oh, go ahead. borderline Sorry. stalker, right? Very Not really true. just a social media stalker. Social media stalkers. Mm. We'll the see. lurkers. I mean, that's the best way to put it. People yeah. lurk yes. all the time. It should be well, a listen, professional it was, title. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> great to have you on again. You know, this... Uh, I'm so glad that, you know, we were able to to make the second episode happen. So yes. uh, remind us, where can we find you online? And if people want to join that Facebook group or, you know, your, your newsletter list. Oh, absolutely. So I am, my social media handles, I'm on um, Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn um, at Christine McShane Creative, C-H, Christine with a C-H. Um, so follow me. I, I love to connect on social media. Um, I also have a website where you can sign up for my email list. So on social media, I do a tip Tuesday and I publish that every week. Um, my, my email list has some other, like I kind of save little tip, juicy tidbits from my, my email list. So that's a little bit separate. Um, and you can find that at www.christinemcshane.com. Um, and, uh, and just, I'd love to connect. I also have a, um, a, a Facebook group um, that is geared towards small businesses. 
um, and entrepreneurs, and it's called Small Business Tips and Networking, which I think I'm going to change the name because that's like a mouthful. It's a great platform. I also put the tips and additional information that I don't share anywhere else that goes in there. Just for small businesses who are like, we're all trying to do this. Like we're not massive corporations with mm-hmm. board members and research departments. Like even if we have small teams and um, we all need some help and some yeah. guidance. So it's just another way to get support. Awesome. awesome. And it's a great group. So I, I, we recommend it. It gets the two thumbs Highly up. Highly recommended. <laughs> two thumbs prices. up. Are yeah, we Siskel and Ebert? Maybe. Two Rest thumbs up. Double thumbs up. Oh, I'm double four yeah. thumbs up. All right. Well, thank you so much, Christine. And um, we'll be following you. We'll be lurking. Yes. So keep we'll an lurking. eye out for us. Lurking. It was you so great have- to have you here. Thank Yay. you guys so much. I appreciate it. And I love your podcast. Thank you so much. We love you. Yay. We'll talk soon. Did you enjoy today's episode? If you did, help us grow with a follow, rate, and review. Check us out online at MergioEnterprises.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Mergio Enterprises. See you next week and tell your friends.